Welcome to the Seek Outside Podcast. Yeah, there's there's no question to know. David Lean. And you were the uh, head chapter leader of Colorado VHA? Clay Hayes. Uh, well, I got stalked by a mountain lion, uh, made a fishing pole out of a lodgepole pine. Falconry and bird dogs, can they coexist? Oh man, and do they. Shitty weather and lots of bears. That's what this podcast is about. You made a point when you get up in those high basins and the thunderstorms come rolling in. That's how I got into trail running. Some people are just wired that way. We being myself, Ryan. We got Owen. Owen Tim. We got Lee Harrison. We got Kevin Tim. We're all here drinking whiskey. As you can tell, like these drinking episodes are are all in the winter. Yep. That's that's kind of the culture out in out dark in the west outside. here. Yeah, it just gets dark, so you know, you you pour up some whiskey and mm-hmm. <clears throat> you make it happen. Yep. You get to work in the dark, go home in the dark. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. At least yeah. we're not in Fairbanks. That's, That's true. true. We would just be in the dark all the time. Mm-hmm. Although they would have northern lights. We just have big moons. Big moons. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Big ass moons. <laughs> big <Yeah>. ass moons. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be, today we're going to be talking about um, our 2021 uh, favorite gear pieces. We're going to go over that. We're going to look into some of the things that we might or might not be releasing in 2022. Uh, we're also going to do some other some other fun fun things, uh, including this Festivus thing, which you know I I've watched Seinfeld a couple thing uh, a couple times, but not it's not a common occurrence for me. So I want to let Kevin kind of take the stage on this one. Well, it's an alternative Christmas celebration. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So and it was a fairly funny episode. Of course, you got Frank yelling like Festivus or whatever you know. You got the airing of grievances. Um, you have feats of strength. Um, we're going to give Owen the feats of strength, and he's going to have his uh, be a sponsored scooter rider here pretty soon. Yep, yep, uh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> doing doing flips and stuff on scooters sponsored by Mongoose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sponsored scooter trick guy and. Uh, I don't know. It's between you and Lee for the Festivus Miracle piece. You guys both have a good miracle story. Um, I think I think it's a I think it's a nice co co owned miracle. Yeah, yeah. You like gross snacks, and I created life. So yeah, <laughs> very very comparable. Yeah, very very comparable. Well, but so so. Is this the type of thing where we we talk about it? Like like what is Owen going to talk about with his feats of strength? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, he, he's we're just going to f- listen. Everyone's just going to listen to him grunt while he does some random <laughs> yeah, thing. Just, maybe maybe yeah. we could assign him like five hundred squats that he has to do while we're podcasting. Oh God! Oh my gosh. And hey, we can't, can't and we can't hear him breathe heavy. I, I, and you did, I did have you, to miss the yeah, gym. Yeah, you for missed this. the gym for this. So I think that's a hundred percent. But you can't happen. you can't mute his channel. Yeah, you have to like just so the whole him, time like, while you guys are talking, like ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be grunting and breathing heavy. Just yeah. do a wall sit the whole time. 
It might just sound like I'm pooping or something, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom's right there. That could be one hundred burpees followed by five hundred squats. So there you go. Well, and you guys are here to vomit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what then, was what was yours, Kevin? Mine was airing the grievances. Airing the mine grievances. was airing the grievances, and you know, I thought I had this grievance about the how hard it is to get the perfectly poached egg, but then Becca schooled me. Although it sounds like way too much of a hassle. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. I would uh I would never order a poached egg. Or or yeah. I would never I would never make a poached egg. Why? I'll They're just so scramble good. it. Oh. I'll just sc- oh. oh. Scrambles like scrambles like having well That's done. That's like steak. feats of strength. Yeah. Meaning <laughs> a scrambled egg. <laughs> yeah. scrambled you know? egg. Uh. I'll just scramble it. I s- put a whole bunch of breakfast sausage and potatoes. Potatoes Dude, O'Brien. I'm with you. I scramble. I scram I, I do scramlets all day. When I or when, just don't do any eggs. When I, I, was a I kid. have to have a runny yolk. If the yolk you is do. not if the yolk is not wanting to run, I just am not happy. I yeah. would make I would make over easy eggs, and if it was even close to medium, I'd have to throw it away. I just couldn't eat it. It was disgusting. But over easy, perfect. Yeah, over easy. See, that's good y- stuff. Yeah, that's like different than than poaching, right? Poaching, like what we talked about with Becca, is a little bit. Uh, it is. A little, a little bit more involved. It's, it's, like another a, it's a grievance, steamed over easy. Another grievance. Doesn't it piss you off when you crack an egg and the yolk doesn't stay all together just perfect? Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. Just, that, that, is, right away. that is a grievance I have. Yeah. 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 Those yeah. are like the twin eggs. Yeah. yeah. Like two two baby chicks in one egg. Yeah. Two embryos or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's not fun. Stupid eggs. Anybody who has a good way to poach an egg. Please send it to podcast at seekoutside.com. So we can we can help solve Kevin's grievance. Yeah. That uh, that help e- us easy help easy Kevin. solutions only. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they have to be something that yeah. a caveman can do. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You know. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Um so we're gonna talk about new stuff. We're gonna talk about missed opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Like um why you ever go to a grocery store and you see like you got smart water, smart food, smart popcorn, smart everything? Why is there no smart beer? Seems like that would be a giant marketing opportunity. <laughs> Isn't that like what like Michelob Ultra kind of tries to? But they don't call it smart beer. I mean, everyone just calls the shit smart now, like it's smart beer. Or why don't they just associate like maybe you target it for hunters and you just call it like deer beer? Mm. That's a fantastic idea. There's got to be something like that in Wisconsin. Well, I would think so. Bush Light, I mean, you know, that's kind of like the slang for Bush Light when you get it in the orange and green camo cans. It's called deer beer? I I feel like I've heard that before. No? Hold on, I'm looking at it. I mean, they always always advertise it to hunters, but... Yeah, like it's I thought they advertise Keystone to hunters. They do any light beer. Yeah. (laughs) Any light beer. Any, you know, any you're, of out, you're, you're out there yeah, hunting. Yeah, because if you drink an IPA, you, you're not doing much hunting. Yeah, you're not waking up in the One, morning. One, it's heavy. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> 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 well, I'll get my caribou back, and we'll compare sizes, and we'll see what the IPA did for me, okay? No. Yeah, where is your caribou, man? I, I haven't seen it. Still getting all mounted together. It's, is uh, it, though? Is, oh. Did you get a caribou <laughs> this year? <laughs> Now I'm under fire. Did you get one? <laughs> so, and on our thing of favorite gear, it's not just our favorite seek outside gear. It's our favorite yeah. gear yeah. for outdoor and hunting. Yeah. So, all around. Kind of what we were talking about is 
just going around. Everybody pick maybe three pieces of gear. Three to four. Three to four, whatever. Yeah. Or six. Let's just everybody <laughs> do a pack dump right now. I have, I have not done much renewing a gear the last few years, but this year I renewed a shit ton of gear. And knock on wood, I really liked almost everything I renewed. What was what were some of the pieces that you Well, um the Koa Promenar five thirty or five forty or whatever the angled spotting scope. Spotting scope. Mm. That thing is phenomenal. Um the uh, image stabilization binoculars. I tried. Yeah, I yeah. tried those on a whim, um, on, from reference from Ryan Lampers, who we should have on the podcast. And you know, I've done a lot of stuff with them, and I think, I think not only are they great drive around, just because it's almost like a spotting scope. Yeah. When you have the sixteen X ones. Um, but I sat there one morning with my Maven B2s, which are like 11 by 45, pretty darn good low light performers. And I compared them back and forth. I gave up like a couple minutes in the morning. But other than that, I think I would see more animals through them just because of the stabilization and be able to pick things apart better. Yeah, I think those things are um, a cheat code. They oh, really yeah. are. Yeah, that, that just turn yeah. that image stabilization on and literally having the image be still. And especially if it's like windy. Like you can weight a tripod down with a big heavy um, spotting scope on it and it's still going to have shake in the wind, right? But when the thing that you're using to glass has like a full gimbal in it, it's, yeah. it, it's going to severely it's going to greatly reduce that shake and that and that jostling of the, of the yeah. image and that's yeah. well, amazing and like i've i've always you know just thrown my binos on a tripod or i'm sorry on a trekking pole you know when you see something you like get down on one knee and you have to put your binos up to the trekking pole you got to make sure the angle's right on the trekking pole and it gets sure. pretty stable but those just taking them out the one time i did they're freaking it's crystal clear and you can just pull them up yeah, hit the button, free, turn yeah. them on, yeah. and, and you can... They're super light. They're like 20 yeah. ounces. So, like, I mean, like, I also... Another thing I got was the Vortex range-finding binocs. I used those on caribou hunt. I loved them because it so simplified your process. You weren't, like, fumbling with your rangefinder trying to find the exact same thing. They also ranged out so far that it was very easy to use them to plan stocks. The only downside I really could tell was that you might need to carry an extra battery because you're just ranging a lot more shit because it's mm-hmm. available. Cause, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, because, I mean, yeah. like, normally you're, like, looking through your binoculars, then you maybe pull out your range finder to look at something specific, and you don't even attempt something way far. But literally in Alaska, is like, oh, that peaks at... 2,000 yards, that's at 1,900 yards. Um, that rock outcropping is at, you know, it's ranging everything. Yeah. Owen's yeah. at 75 yards. You know, I mean, it was it was convenient. So I ranged mm-hmm. a lot more often yep. and stuff. So it was, but those were, I really liked those as well. Um, and I have to give a shout out to Brad Brooks, um, the Argali Kodiak belt. I typically, for years, I got suckered at OR 
I would go buy a certain belt booth and buy a new belt and talk to them about the latest, greatest, and I would always get it home and not like it. Yeah. And so I gravitated to using primarily Prana Stretch Zions because they had integrated belt in them. And um, Brad did a really good job. Uh, I Once I got used to using this, uh, this uh, the Kodiak belt, it, it works really well. I think... A lot of times the belt is the weak layer under a pack. A lot of times when people say that they have hip bruising or soreness, a lot of times it's their actual hip belt underneath the pack belt that is rubbing them. And, you know, it has that knife sharpener, but you can also use it to, like, fix hangnails, or I even used it to file down my toenails, even though... (laughs) My wife thought that was a. <laughs> were you were you getting uh, like an ingrown toenail, like from your boots or something? No, I just cut my toenails when I was out in the woods, and and Angie came and visited me where I was at, and you know she doesn't want to play footsie. If, she like, just walked up on you, if filing got, away. If I got daggers, <laughs> yeah, you so got I swords. Just, <laughs> so I just filed <laughs> my nails with the belt down, and I think she took a photo and was going to send it to Brad. But I don't know if she did. But they will even work for filing your toenails. So uh, you can maintain a better relationship status if that's what you have. <laughs> Look at uh, that. A, a belt that is going to fix your relationship. Yeah. Fix your Well, fix your... let's be clear. It's not going to totally fix my relationship. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a deep onion there. <laughs> you know? um, but... But yeah, and Brad's a guy we could have on our podcast as well. But he did a good job on that. And, you know, I think that a lot of times in design that uh, if you focus very intently on a small thing with the intent to improve it, you can. But so often people just take for granted, it's a fucking belt. Belt's been around a thousand years. Of course the belt's got to be at its max, at its absolute apex, because it's had a thousand years of being... Refined. Right. Not necessarily. You know? Yeah. If you really look at that thing and say, hmm, let's think out of the box about this freaking belt. Yeah. You know? What could we do with it? We could, wow, we could put a toenail sharpener on it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Using new materials, which if I I recall right, Brad's used uh, some nice material in his belt. I don't know if it's new or not. Maybe you can speak to I'll that. I'll take it off. I'm not stripping, guys. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's also got a fish hook sharpener in here. Oh, oh nice. wow. Yeah, so you can use that. You can use this as a knife sharpener. You can use this as a strop right here. That piece of leather. Yeah, nice. That piece of leather. Then it's relatively thick and kind of soft-edged as well. And I haven't had any issues with the backpack belt. And then it's adjustment. See, yeah. that's I've, I've gone away from belts and moved straight to suspenders. I don't wear a belt out in the woods then, at all because I hated belts. But yeah, I might try that. Then here is how you you just pull this, and it's the angle mm. keeps it solid, you know. And then you you have to you have to get used to that. You have to tilt this a little bit and pull, right? And I will say that if you take the tag end up. You can kind of scratch your belly or whatever, but just pull the tag end down under like this so it rubs up against your pants, hmm. and you're totally fine. 
for anybody listening, just check it out. I mean, the, it's a pretty pretty yeah. slick looking belt yeah. as well. I mean, it's it's got a nice uh, Argali logo on the front there for all you all all the buckle bunnies out Sharpen there. Sharpen your knife. <laughs> all the buckle bunnies. Sharpen buckle your knife. Oh, get wow. rid of hangnails. Yeah. Fix your fish yeah. hook. That's yeah. sweet. Well, and a belt is you know there's many uses for a belt out in the woods. You know, obviously the the tourniquet application is something to be. Yeah. said for actually having a belt instead of something like sus- suspenders yeah and you know if something like that comes and solves the problem of it rubbing up against your hip belt on your backpack yeah and I mean, it's also solves the problem of like a standard belt you sit there and a lot of times end up like having to make holes extra yeah. holes or whatever this you don't have to do that you yeah just it's, it's all infinitely yeah. adjustable yeah just gotta make sure you don't cut it too short yeah, yeah. cut it. Or, or that you don't out-eat your belt. Yeah. You know? So um, don't... Out-layer your belt. Don't out-Christmas uh, out meal your belt. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It, it's not that elastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's stretchy, but... Yeah. Can't withstand a Christmas vacation and Thanksgiving. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have to give Brad... I've, I, I've, I sometimes rib Brad about stuff, right? But... I have to give Brad a pretty good kudos on this. This is good thinking out of the box. And I love to see that kind of of out-of-the-box thought. I love to see when someone thinks, how the fuck can I take this thing that is a commodity that people have been doing for however long, and how can I make this better in a non-obvious way that no one else is seeing? Yeah. Yeah, no, very can't true. beat that. Yeah, and kind of do that with you know game bags. You know the typical game bags <laughs> were were always thought of as something that you know it's just a game bag, but then they just, improve uh, them. Yeah. They do that a lot. Just a bag they put meat in. Yeah, you got any other pieces of gear that you want to speak on? Oh, I I like that first light sawtooth as a mid layer. Oh, that's a great mid layer. Yeah, I I, I I I love mid layers in general. I wear them. More than anything except underwear. Um, you know, uh, you can wear, spend most days here in western Colorado with some sort of mid-layer on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're very important. Yeah. Yeah. Lee, what do you got? Me next. All Top right. three pieces of gear. And Top. your Festivus Miracle. Okay. I'll save that for last. Um, Top three. Are we going in like any sort of order? No. Okay, because I haven't prepared, I haven't prepared the order. So in no particular order, um, the first one's going to be the first light corrugate foundry pants. Um, so it's they're they're new ones with like the zip sides, which I know is not necessarily a new feature within the hunting pants world. Like Kuyu makes a really nice one. You're wearing a pair right now, Kevin, that I like with the with the zip sides. But that zipper on um, the the first like corrugate foundry is uh burly yet non-intrusive like if you're not wearing a, a long john or something underneath like it doesn't really rub on your skin which is what i was kind of concerned about at first but i thought i'd just give them a try um and it was great like we went hunting and even when it was cold and snowy sometimes i would have those zippers down to like oh, yeah. vent out because we were you know climbing steep stuff and you know 
having to traipse through snow and you're picking up your leg and just exerting more energy, right? Yeah. So I was using them all the time and they have the knee pads in them, which mm-hmm. I like. Um, you know, sometimes you got to hurry up and, you know, fall to your knee or something if you're bow hunting or even rifle hunting and just makes it like you don't have to think twice about where you're going to set your knee down. Yeah. Well, and so kind of cool. Are the ones that you got, are they merino and no. nylon? What, what, what are the ones? No. That you so have? it's like a, it's like a soft shell face. Yeah. Okay. Um, like they're stretch mer- nylon or whatever. Their merino ones are the obsidian ones, which I also bought a second pair of their obsidian foundry. So they, they came out with this line, I guess, called the foundry or whatever. So I bought the obsidians, which have the merino and this, the ripstop nylon in them. My first ones, um, the the washing machine ate them. Like the agitator inside my mm. washing machine, it must have like got caught up around mm. them, and it just ripped the it just ripped the material um, right in the crotch area. So um, I was walking around in the woods for a while with a big hole in my crotch. That um, might have been the Festivus miracle. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> that that it got ripped. No, no, no. That, that might have been the precursor to the oh, miracle. I, I came home with a bit of a hole. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the ground thought it was a miracle. <laughs> um, yeah, I wear them as lingerie now. They're like lace. Uh, <laughs> hunting bo- boudoir. Oh, you gonna, yeah. are you gonna be on the SO calendar? Be yeah, 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 the yeah, SO that'll calendar. Be a, that'll be your lingerie photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we'll have field photo and then lingerie. Yep, photo. Yeah, exactly. There each, we go. Each guy at SO gets two months. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I really like those pants. Like I said, um, I am I'm a big suspender guy now just because I haven't found a belt like maybe Brad's. I'm going to have to try it out and see. Um, I haven't found the belt that I like, so I've just like worn suspenders and, and stuff like that um, recently, and I've been liking it, so I haven't gone away from it. Um, but yeah, those pants are awesome. They got a, they got a, a reinforced, uh, rear too, like mm-hmm. a seat. So like yeah. if you like spending time sitting in screen stuff, which I was doing in Alaska in 2020, you know, you kind of sit wherever you've got a spot sometimes to look at sheep and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes it's happens to be on a rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't always, can't always, you know, pick your, pick your nice little soft spot. So. It's just like, like you said, like little things that make the, that make up to be a, like a whole win in terms of an in terms of an item. That reinforcement is so close, like especially on the knees when you're in snowy. Knees, yeah. I mean, because it's like you know, if you don't have reinforced, you know, knees and you pop a squat on on the snow, you know, it's easily all that water soaking yeah. through your your pants. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I really like those. The second item that I really liked was, uh, well, is the Walker's noise canceling noise something. Um, yeah, it's like active sound control. Active sound control earbuds. So I'm I'm sure that everyone knows about the Walker's headphones that you put over your ear for like when you're shooting your rifle or whatever and. You know, you turn it on, it's got the battery power and you, you know, turn it on and you can hear your buddy talk to you. Um, but then when you, you know, touch a round off, it, it, it sees the spike come in into the headphones and it cuts off the audio. So it doesn't hurt your ears. Well, they, I don't know if it's new or if it's old, but 
Now they make in-ear ones that are a little bit less intrusive on the outside of your head. Um, and I've been using those for duck hunting because I think I, uh, what WebMD told me is I think I perforated my eardrum. It's not a whole like explosion of the eardrum, but it's like a small cut, small hole, something like that. And it just repairs itself over time because like my ear, my left ear was ringing for like two weeks straight one time after I was shooting at some ducks without any ear pro. So then I went and bought those and they've been fantastic and they're 70 bucks. Whereas like some of the other name brand ear pro in ear active noise cancellation things um, are three, 400 bucks. Do they actually sound like if you wanted to jam out at camp with them? Do they sound all right, or are they just totally the uh, yeah, ear protection? I think they're totally ear protection. They do make a pair that are Bluetooth-enabled, so you could, like, you know, put them in your... Or like, listen to hook, podcast. Yeah, or yeah or listen something. to a podcast or something. Mine aren't the Bluetooth ones. I think the Bluetooth ones are, like, $10 extra, but, you really? know, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever, however you want to go. Um, but uh, they don't sound bad. Mine do have a slight hiss if it is completely dead silent, like no wind, no nothing. But most of the time out here in Colorado, when you're hunting ducks, you're on the river, so or near the freaking interstate yeah. half the time. Yeah. Um. So, you know, all I hear is the river, really, and I don't ever hear that hiss. So, they they've been great. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep using them until I lose them, which is a good possibility. Yeah. Um, or, or they die. So that was my second piece of gear. And especially for the price, like you just cannot. What's like, the cost on those? They're like 70 bucks, 75 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Cause I was going to say another hot tip is AirPods Pro. Cause they're bucks. kind of the same thing. Well, 100, 200, 200 bucks. Yeah, the AirPods yeah, Pro I'm, are like, and they're white. I'm a peasant. I just use the regular AirPods. Uh, yeah, you peasant. I, yeah. I, I, I shoot with those though. Yeah. I love the AirPods. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. The yeah. the pro ones because they noise cancel and they you don't hear you don't hear rifle or yeah anything. they got the same kind of technology and they sound and they sound great comfortable so. yeah. yeah I have yeah. the I have the Sony ones yeah the big Sony ones and um, those I used them I've used them a little bit for podcasts a little bit for traveling but I found recording like guitars mm. band stuff was excellent because I could crank an amplifier and really hear what's coming through the mic yeah. instead of mm, yeah instead Those, of what's in the room yeah. and that be and it really helped me get totally different hobby here totally but really helped yeah. me get a better sound to tape yeah yeah so. now that's yeah third but piece of gear third piece of gear um and this one is still toss up in my head i think it's going to have to be oh let me think here i know you can cut this out so i had it in my head just a second ago but i was like still trying to decide on what i wanted to do hmm lee has alzheimer's <laughs> <laughs> from becoming a dad immediately like yeah. <laughs> gets girl pregnant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starts forgetting shit um, uh, uh, don't yeah. don't worry yeah. once sleep yeah. deprivation yeah. kicks in yeah your mind will really go south yeah yeah um man, well favorite gear how about this go to your christmas miracle 
when you think of it. Oh, yeah. We can, we'll come back to yeah. it. Or, I'm sorry, Festivus. Miracle. Yeah, so my my Festivus miracle, um, and I don't know if this is a miracle, but it seems to be um, to everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Festivus miracle um, is that I, I was able to to find someone to marry me and then to also get that person I'm pregnant with my child, with my firstborn son. I'll be damned. It yeah. is a miracle. With my firstborn son to carry on my lineage. We got him. So, like, we, should, we should insert a sound of the uh, Barack Obama saying, we got him. Lady, we got ladies and gentlemen, him. we yeah. got him. We got him. <laughs> Whoever does that sound. Yeah, I don't even. Is, yeah. it, is it Barack Obama? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't even know. How's You're your feats of strength going, Owen? Feats of strength. I have no idea. I have not seen He's you do any squats. Zero yet. squats. Yeah. 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 I uh He's been doing some curls with the whiskey. Yeah, glass. I've been doing whiskey glass that's curls a feat over here. Feet of strength. Oh man, I'm so Dude, sore that, from it. You know, that's all we need. Yeah. That's a feat of strength enough. Yeah. If you can get up in the morning, make it to be, work. Make it to work. Have a podcast and and just make the whiskey get to your mouth. I feel we're really starting to set the bar low for success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing, doing the absolute yeah, yeah, bare you know, get to just, work. <laughs> you know, my kid shows up at school. You should congratulate him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he <laughs> tries. Yeah. He tries. That's all that matters. We're giving you a participation trophy right here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There you thank go. you. Thank you. The end result of participation yeah. trophies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice Feats of strength become... Whiskey drinking. Whiskey uh, drinking. Yeah. Uh, curls. All right. Hey, it's a well, that's, mug. That's okay know? by me. Yeah. Yeah. What, are, what are your three favorite pieces of Hold gear? Hold on, I got my last one. Oh, you got it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do it. All right, so my last favorite piece of gear is the uh, SteriPen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I've, I don't carry any sort of water filter. Um, usually I'm with someone else, and if they don't have a SteriPen, I'll just like you know, have them carry an actual filter filter or, you know, they probably already are going to anyways. So the SteriPen is just a, a little, little device that has a wand looking thing at the end of it that, that shoots UV light out of it basically. And what that UV light does is, um, sterilizes all the bacteria and germs and nasty little microbes that live within water everywhere, probably. Um, unless it's like coming straight out of your tap and you've got like a soft water filter or something. But uh, it's not actually getting them out. It's not, they're not like being neutralized. They're just being... Exterminated. Not exterminated. They're, they're, their balls are being cut off. I have so oh, really? so what, what's happening is, uh, is uh, they, hmm. can't, they can't reproduce in your stomach, which is what, how you get sick most of the time. Really? Yeah. Huh. So really, it's like sterilizing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's sterilizing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like neutering them. Neutering, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> really? Cutting their balls neutering off. Neutering the organisms. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. that should be a festivist marriage. So, <laughs> that's, that's a feat of strength. I, yeah. I learned that. I learned that word because uh, that's that's what, how Ryan Lampers explained it to me when he was showing me his but little But didn't he get G- Giardia? I just think I just saw. An, oh well, uh, he could have. Maybe I he saw didn't. a podcast. I think that Steripen with Giardia. Steripen tells you that you know if you're if you're putting your water underneath something and it's like flowing into your bottle, it's probably going to get around the yeah. out to rim of your bottle. They say to clean that mm-hmm. off um, and maybe even do some other stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you some <clears throat> questions. Cause I had a SteriPen like four score and 
10 years ago or whatever it was. Yep. Long time ago, right? <laughs> um, do you still have to have basically a Nalgene-style bottle? Yeah. You do? Yeah, I think so. Um, so take like two minutes? Yeah, one minute for a... For 32. like thirty-two ounces and two minutes for a whole. So what what killed me like on the Steri Pen was we actually went on a backpacking trip as a family. Okay. To Moral Point, so we had Owen Scooter, you know Owen Tim Owen, Scooter, oh, Owen oh, Scooter Tim, Tim. Yeah. Um, yeah. over here. They call me Scoot Scooter. Yeah, we had Eli, and it was a real pain in the ass sitting there with a Steri Pen for all the people. You know, yeah, for uh, for four people. Yeah, would be and Angie's like, I want more coffee, you know, or whatever. And you're just, it was yeah. eventually you're just sitting there like, and then then the battery's dead, right? So, I think my battery did run out on literally the last morning of this last trip, mm-hmm. which I I usually haven't had an issue with. I could get a whole season out of, and mine's the mine's the 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 basic model. It takes four AA batteries. So it's heavier than the pro model, but but that's more expensive, and that's a USB rechargeable. How much mm-hmm. does it weigh? I don't. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me look, let me look it up. Um, I know it's lighter than an MSR Guardian. It is. An MSR it Guardian. Is. I don't. Yeah. I will don't make think, water from cow turds. I don't think you can beat that one. Like the. And I know that if we do another Escalante trip, if you took the Steri Pen, you'd be drinking a lot of sandy water. Mm. That's the that's the issue with those with the sterilization. Not only that, body. but iodine tablet tablets. Yeah. yeah, iodine as well. And and I've used iodine quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um what I like for coffee, I don't even I don't even use a steri pen. Just boil it. Yeah, I just I just boil it. Get I mean get it to a roll and boil. Um so the claimed weight, this is literally what it says, claimed weight without batteries in parentheses is three point nine ounces. So if you think you probably got four ounces of battery, those things are heavy. Yeah, half pound. That's funny that they put the claimed weight like claimed. without batteries, like yeah. as if you're going to use a steri pen. I wonder if we should just put claimed weight, and that way no <laughs> one says your weights are false. It's just like yeah. it's like we, we claimed just claimed it. it. We just claimed it. Sixteen man TP, five and a half pounds. Well, but, the yeah. funny thing is, I've had people like be real, real sticklers on it, and I'm like. We have like three scales. We went through, weighed them three times. Is it possible your $20 scale is off compared to the three we have here, you know? The yeah. three um, industrial scales. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But like, so I won't even like, I'll just boil water if I'm putting it in food or whatever. But the thing is, is I'm usually getting water from a running source. Never, I'm never scooping it out. But what I also have um, are two, three liter, like heavy duty platypus mm-hmm. water bags, you know, with the <clears throat> screw screw top. Um, they're the black ones, like the darker colored ones. Um, and so I'll fill both of those up. It's both dirty water. Um, one stays at camp, one goes with me. So the camp one is just going straight into the water cup to, to boil water. So you filter it as you need it in your Nalgene? Mm-hmm. See, like, yeah. when I do stuff with the Guardian, and the Guardian is admittedly heavy. It's like 20 ounces. Yeah. Right? 22 yeah. and thing or whatever. You could kill someone with it. But it freaking <laughs> but it frickin works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been like, Nathan and I, two years ago we were hunting, he had his catadine and we were both at the same kind of shitty water hole. And 
you know, I, I had everything filled up and he was just it's like getting started. And two like, and a half liters a minute yeah. on that, which is a lot Yeah, compared to what your 32 ounces every minute, two or, minutes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. minute. Like yeah. if, if time, if time is money, the guardian is well, well worth yeah, it. Yeah. And Nathan's like, mm-hmm. but you know, I fill, I filter and fill up the bags. Yeah. And then I never worry about that anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I found that if I have dirty bags and clean bags, I invariably get the shit confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see I keep both dirty. And yeah. one just stays at camp and then the other one comes with me. Because, um, like I go through water like it's going out of style, especially like early September archery season. Oh yeah. I'm like sweating my ass off and I'm and I'm yeah, just chugging water. You know what filter I really like? I mean, they're they have a short lifespan, but for running water, the bee free. That thing's like two ounces. Carries like, like twenty ounces. Like the I'm little thinking. straw thing? No, the the Catadine Bee Free. It it's like a little soft sided bottle. That's like a twenty ounce bottle, sixteen oh, or twenty ounce bottle. Yep, yep. And then it's a little filter thing on top. So it literally packs up to like this. It weighs like probably two ounces. And it's supposed to, it's claimed thing is supposed to get a thousand gallons or a thousand liters or something. In a filter? Yeah, in a in a filter. But you know, it does it's fairly fast. I look at it as if I can get two years from one, just as mm-hmm. a backup or day hiking filter mm-hmm. that it's pretty money. That's worth Be- two ounces. Yeah. yeah. Because it also un- unlike iodine, like iodine which I've used a lot. Iodine actually has a shelf life once you open it. Yeah. So it's like you almost have to take and throw out your iodine that's left over every spring yeah. and buy new iodine. Um, or just live dangerously, right? Yeah. Um, I also like to live dangerously. Live on the edge, <laughs> on the edge you know. Um, unlike that, you can also, you can just kind of carry it through and just kind of keep going. Mm. And it works pretty well in most cleanish water sources. Mm. And it's also an extra 20-ounce bottle. So it's like you can take like a – I'm much lighter weight focused than you. So I can take like, say, a smart water bottle. And that smart water bottle is 30 ounces. I need to carry 50. Well, I just fill it up to smart and that. And with 50 ounces, I probably got 10, 12 miles before I need anything. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up <clears throat> here real quick. Um, I, I I think one of the most important things, if you don't already have one, is just having some way to carry more than 32 ounces of water. Yeah. Like having a platypus thing, because mm-hmm. you just never know when you get up there. It's like if you... And I've done that before. I, I uh, So in 2017, I was going after a bull and I fell off a cliff. See, there's what... There's what the bee free looks like. Oh yeah, thirty nine bucks. Wow. And oh yeah, for thirty nine bucks, that's yeah. freaking worth yeah. it for oh, two yeah. years. And, and two it. and two ounces. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Let's that's see. Nothing. Let me get the official spec. Um, the technical spec is two liters per minute, two point three ounces. Dang, sixty four ounce, ounces per minute. That's two two Nalgene's per minute. Yeah, it's it's fairly quick. Yeah. Um. So it's it's really good for that. And it doesn't say I think it's like a thousand 
Uh, it's a 0.6 liter flask, so yeah, what about 20 ounces mm. yeah. uh, additional. So that combined with a 32 ounce bottle, you got some enough water carriage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Thousand liters. Nice. So that money. Owen, what you got, man? Scooters. Scooters. Yeah. yeah just and that's skits. not because he rides a scooter. It's because of how he walks around the office. It's like, you ever he seen just, one of those dogs? Yeah. Like, has worms in his ass? That's, no. that's how Owen... <laughs> that's how, that's how Owen walks around. Yes. You guys are lucky you don't work with me. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were going to have an Instagram profile that was like Owen Tim Scooter, kind of like Randy Newberg Hunter or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was because he rides a scooter around, but I guess it's because he goes around doing ass scoots his, yeah. scoots his ass across yeah, the yeah, carpet. He had, he had it all wrong this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, my one thing I've been very, I was very impressed with, and granted, I only got to take one animal this year, was the Hornady Superformance GMX. That was an impressive round. I've shot copper rounds before and was very turned off by it um, with bad performance at reasonable yardages. And the GMX on a pretty far shot for a 270 like 300 ish made 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 very light work of of what it needed to do so I, I was very impressed with that and it's also cool to not leave lead in animals out in the field and kill birds and bears and all mm -hmm. that stuff so yeah. i was pretty stoked on that um continuing to use them hopefully into yep. next next season if i can find it the, yeah. the wound channel did look like a lead wound channel and I was I was there helping you with the animal, so I was impressed as well. Yeah. It was yeah, no, it was an, an impressive impressive round to say the least. And I'll do I'll do whatever I can to keep what other wildlife alive out there. Yeah. And just a real quick uh plug. If you wanna know more about copper versus lead, we have a podcast episode out there with Chris Parrish um a couple months ago. So if you wanna learn the, the dynamics of that. He's also Go. an entertaining dude. He's very entertaining, yeah. He he really speaks. He doesn't come across as some professor. He comes across as a a good old boy hunter who's very knowledgeable mm -hmm. about what he's talking about when it comes to lead versus copper. Yeah, and copper's advanced <clears throat> so much yeah. in oh, the yeah. last five yeah. years. I mean, yeah, so. yeah. sure. Yeah. And then number two. If you spend a lot of time in the woods like I do, and we all do, I think that you, you learn a lot of things about the pieces of gear you use, but you never know that you have a bad piece of gear until you try a better piece of gear, right? Just kind of the way it goes. So I had had a layer system that I thought was pretty dialed last few years. You know, I, just, I got sweaty and everything, but it just seemed like part of the being in the woods. But this year, I got to use on two different occasions. Uh, I have a first light layer system now with like I don't even Kevin's wearing it, whatever that jacket's called. That uh that base kiln. layer. The kiln. The kiln base layer with the Sawtooth. Sawtooth in the middle with the brooks on top. Dude, was the brooks down sweater. Extremely dialed setup. You know, I found myself uh, me and Ryan did some some hunting here late third season. Um, in Colorado, up about 10,000 feet. It wasn't warm by any means. But the moment you start hiking up those steep hills, you get hot and sweaty. And oh, so yeah. the most important thing you can do is not be sweaty. 
which is extremely hard. So having a system that's as easy as like, I know if I hike up this hill, it's X amount of degrees out and I strip this layer and hike up, I'm not going to be sweaty. I might have like a light sweat, but that base layer is going to absorb it and it's not going to bother me. See, I like to put the Sitka base layer on underneath this because that moves sweat even better. And I've done, I've done to even further that, if I want to go a little bit heavier, I've done the Patagonia, I don't know what it's called, but the Patagonia base layer underneath, which yeah, yeah. I feel as if wicks sweat a little bit better yeah. even. Yep. So with those, that four combo is extremely good. And then the moment I get down and I have to sit, you know, if I'm sitting in a field or if I'm stalking through the woods, I throw the Brooks back on or I throw the, uh, what is the name of that thing? The, sawtooth. The sawtooth back on. <laughs> yeah. and um, They're from Idaho. They're close to the sawtooth range. Yeah. Hmm. All right, I'm going to do so, some math here. Uh. <laughs> no, this is like memory tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're in Idaho. <laughs> sawtooth range. In very close to the sawtooth, yeah. just north of them, and from Sun Valley. Okay, uh, okay. okay. Memory, memory, yeah. memory, sawtooth, Idaho. Uh, but yeah, no, I've, I found that system be super dialed, uh, even better with the Patagonia underneath it. And that's something you can be grateful for in the woods. And then yeah, not for, being sweaty oh, and stinky. For sure. Not, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't even much care about the stinky, which generally happens from sweat. I just care, like nothing sucks more than being wet. When you sit and, down, when you yeah. sit down, because I especially I, in like third season. Man. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, because it's you know in the day it can be. I mean, what we were seeing 30, 40 degrees. It's not miserable, but we were pulling up and it was ten. Oh, 10, ten degrees. Ten degrees was you know. Yeah, that's second. And that that's cold. So the moment you go sit, you hike to your spot in the morning. You sit down. If you sweat, you're gonna be miserable for that hour or two. You're Done. you're sitting yeah. down, mm-hmm. right? And then same thing goes for the night. I mean, you're gonna walk around all day. You're gonna sit down again, and and you're gonna be cold and wet and mm-hmm. it's just miserable yeah well and one thing about layering is making sure that you're stopping to shed layers if you need to mm-hmm. if you yeah. can i mean obviously if you're stocking up on something that's something different yeah. but like i feel like a lot of times especially back in the day before i really knew about layering i would i would just like push through it be like oh i'm hot you know whatever yeah, yeah. get to mm-hmm. it and then you know you you get to a animal or whatever, you get to a stopping point and you're just frozen. Back to the marketing aspect of beer, like deer beer and all that. <laughs> that's where dude wipes come in. Dude oh, wipes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. They, yep. they made it like the super <clears throat> easiest marketing, like dude wipes. No chick's going to buy that. Yeah. You know? Um, and they do kind of give you that cleansing oh, yeah, feel for because sure. they yep. have that little bit of. <laughs> whatever coldness in them yeah, yeah so i've i've used baby wipes or dude wipes whatever you want to call them wet wipes whatever like for the last i don't know how i from what ever since i graduated high school i was like i'm not doing dry toilet paper anymore it's straight up just baby wipes and andrew, i found andrew skirka is gonna like just be super pissed at us for using, <laughs> using baby wipes but i get the flushable ones they, they say yeah, for sure yeah. biodegradable because yeah. um, you got to make sure that you do find the ones that say biodegradable because not all of them biodegrade the, the same. The dude wipes have like a menthol or something in them that make them feel... Cold. Almost, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, nice. almost cold, but more refreshing. Yeah. Like you just almost got out of a shower or whatever. Hmm. Like a really shitty shower, but... <laughs> a shower, no, shower, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a shower. <laughs> but there's another brand out there that I think we all need to be talking about. And it's called booty wipes. 
Booty. Booty. Booty, wipes. Booty. And it literally, it literally says on the package, like for getting clean after, you know, using the bathroom, whatever, before tossing salad. It literally says that on the package. (laughs) I was like, we were sitting in our tent in Alaska, and whoever had this package of these booty wipes, and someone was reading it. Pink in their packaging. Oh my goodness! Are you sure they're made for men? It says the one the one we had was gold. The one we had was gold. (laughs) It was a gold package. Yeah. Wait. So it's for before tossing. But 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 then but then right below it with an ad is. Dude products, men's personal hygiene. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just like, that is the most blatant, like, claim. Yeah, I mean, let me see what the let me see what the marketing says because at this point, we've all heard like the manscaper, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. That thing actually is a hell of a good just personal shaver. You know, I mean, yeah. outside of the fact that, you know, the advertisement is all talking about your balls and <laughs> and everything, yeah. you know, I use that thing on my head, does a great job. You know, most of those personal shavers don't last very long. Mm-hmm. They send you new little clipper things and, you know, so I mean, and it's small, you can use it in the shower, it's got a light on it. It's well done. It's kind of like Brad Brooks's belt. Although, I don't know if Brad wants to compare. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Brad's belt is to the man, the manscaped lawnmower. Yeah, what lawnmower. is it now? 4.0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Sorry, Brad. Hey, that's, <laughs> let's see. They're advertising. At least we didn't say it was to don't booty Don't get wipes. caught with your pants down away from home. Travel dude style. With our individually wrapped wipes to keep your dude parts fresh wherever you go. See, but I don't take the individually wrapped ones. I I bring a package because then you got all this trash accumulating. They got mint chill are packed with butt soothing eucalyptus mint and tea tree oils that cool your hot spots and soothe your sensitive sides. Wow. It we need to work on our copy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on Talk the, about SEO right there. On yeah. the flip side of that, you can tell I, I have gone way deep in this because shitting in the woods is like everyone everyone has to go shit in the woods, right? Yeah, sadly. Um, and I hated doing it before because of like dry toilet paper and it like took forever and all, all the horrible things, right? Yeah. Um, one time, hey, Yeah, we got a podcast coming that's going to break this whole thing down for you listeners out there it's gonna be this is people are gonna you know the da vinci code yeah was groundbreaking when it came out right this podcast is gonna be the da vinci code of pooping in the so world. so exactly. you're saying that that we you're comparing brad brooks to lawnmower 4.0 and you're comparing andrew skirka to uh to dan brown to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no you got to be careful though when you when you're buying wet wipes you do not get, don't stop at a gas station to get them because there's a great chance that you're going to get the antibacterial, uh, like bleach wipes. They're going to dry that sucker up, aren't they? <laughs> if you've ever used one of those on, on your beehole, it sucks ass. Well, but that is a thing. Like people bleaching their. They're shit. Yeah, that, that's a thing. It is, but if, if you try you, if to you're wipe, into that, but if you try to, if you, I'm telling you right now, if you try to wipe 
with one of these like cleaning wipes, like a Lysol wipe is basically what they are. They're they're from like wet ones. I used to use cow lilies or corn lilies or whatever they're called. They're that big plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has those yeah. giant leaves. Yeah. You know? Yep. Those, those are nice. But the best it, is it if will you can hurt. find that fuzzy stuff. The the fuzzy, um, was it elephant ear or something? It's like the fuzzy high alpine. Oh, poison ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Use yeah. that. <laughs> Use that. Just be safe and go dude wipes. Don't experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude don't. wipes <laughs> and a lawnmower and you're safe <laughs> you're good, good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Uh, man, that uh, went down. Yeah, we got very rat. far away from Owen's third <laughs> anyway, gear. Anyway, anyways. Gear yeah, piece. What's I, your I, third I, gear I really piece, like man? layers, you know, but uh, my third gear piece, Kevin can agree, but I got my first Western Mountaineering sleeping bag this year. I got a six foot six Western Mountaineering Sequoia microfiber. It's a five degree sleeping bag. It's the extra wide one. It's not that light compared to other five degree sleeping bags, but boy, do I love it. I use it. I, you know, I may work a seek outside, but I end up car camping a lot because I do a lot of mountain biking trips and stuff. And so sleeping in that thing is lovely. I'll sleep. I use it as a quilt in the summer, 30 to yep. 40 degree temps up in the mountains. You like, and Walter? Uh, no Walter. No Walter. Walter doesn't. Walter just kind of. He is not dog. allowed near it. If he no. touches it, See, I'll cry. Iris <laughs> snuggles underneath my Western Mountaineering bags all the time. She's like, uh, she just curls up right Cause, next cause to she my knows Dogs she, have a way. She yeah. knows they're nice too. I mean, it, it is definitely one of the best best sleeping bags I've had. I mean, I've had. Is the marmot one, yeah. uh, countless other ones through my childhood and no, you teenage know what? years. I love those <coughs> Western Mountaineering bags. They have awesome zippers. Mm-hmm. They have awesome hoods. Um, their light bags are extremely good for what they are, but the microfibers are very breathable. That oh, yeah. You literally wake up feeling drier than when you went to bed yep. a lot of times and that's you don't often get that in a it, lot of down bags. it almost gives you uh, the dude wipe feel when, yeah, you, when yeah. you wake up in the morning which is just it's the strangest thing that that happens but you wake up like you can be sunburnt and sweaty as i go to bed most times in a car and you hop scenario. in your bag with your lawnmower and your dude wipes yeah your lawnmower <laughs> and your dude wipes and you wake up just perfectly shaven perfectly clean now nah, i mean you do wake up you you feel just you, drier yeah you just feel dry which which is such a refreshing thing to start your day to whether it's hunting backpacking sure. or just sleeping in the back well of your yeah truck. and i mean like my, the way you mountain bike you put some seriously big days that you get probably pretty sweaty and nasty on on your yeah. bike. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I get very sweaty in that. <laughs> but actually, I had scooters that's now. Why Walter yeah. doesn't, that's why Walter doesn't snuggle with you. He's Walter, like, Walter sits yeah. on the other side. He's like, <laughs> man, that Owen's nasty. If I start Woo. coughing up one of those golden retriever hairs in the middle of the night, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. That'd be brutal. Yeah. Sharp claws all in my nice sleeping bag. I'll cry. <laughs> no, but seriously, that, that thing's a game changer. And then I will say my one honorable mention. We make backpacks in Spectra through the custom option as well as on the flight packs. Spectra, we've all, I've at least thought, and, you know, it's it's a 1,500 millimeter hydrostatic head, which is, like, technically waterproof in the tent world. Mm-hmm. But, it's, you know, it's technically, it's the bare minimum for a tent to be waterproof. 
We took it out to Alaska. I took mine out. It's custom Lanner 5400, all in Spectra. There's nothing Cordura or anything on it. <clears throat> and I did not have any leakage. It rained the whole time we were there, aside from half of a day. And I had zero leakage. Yeah. I think Ryan had an extremely similar experience. We all came oh, yeah. with, We all, even, even Nathan from Tennessee, who's skeptical, you know, um, you know, and you kind of have to prove it to Nathan. He came away quite impressed, and we all came away. I mean, we've we've learned about the toughness and the weight, yep, and all of that, and it it's matched up pretty well with that in the field. But that was the first time it was like all of us in just real shitty weather, and we're like, it's waterproof enough for the bulk of stuff. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. And if you're going the backpack route, I'll drop a little nugget. I was testing this new Kenai pack from SO and some new super unicorn hair fabric. Well, uh, recently, <laughs> that one be one that's high on my list too. But we'll get oh to yeah, that later. yeah, that, that, that'll come, that'll come at a later point. But I think we're all rip, rip in stop unicorn hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this unicorn hide is uh, is pretty superb material. Now, now the cost of having to track down unicorns and kill them for the backpacks is one just, our soul. Yeah, yeah. the soul. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even feel soul. emotion anymore. Two. <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> <slaughtering laughs> they don't pay me enough to kill this many unicorns. <laughs> Dude, you're like a work at a slaughterhouse. We got to give you a week off every yeah. once in a while just to get your mind just right. To, yeah, just yeah. to sensitize I can't, you. I can't just keep killing unicorns, man. <laughs> Disclaimer, Seek Outside is not, uh, not selling and killing unicorns, just so you guys know. Or are we? We have a secret dun, dun. stash. Secret stash. Hey, if you if you come to the shop, there is a secret stash of unicorns in the cleaning closet, and that is where I have to sit all day. We're just breeding. <laughs> we're breeding them like rabbits. Yeah, people yeah. we just have a unicorn they, farm. They multiply like rabbits. Oh, your scooter fell over. Anyway, yeah. is, <laughs> that's, it, that's is it Ryan's turn? Maybe I fell over while I was scooting. And yeah. and we need your festivus miracle. Yeah. Hey, what's your festivus miracle? So apparently, my festivus miracle is is I have two snacks that I absolutely love. One of them is raspberry-filled chocolates that you get at Christmas time or Valentine's. You know, apparently nobody likes those. I'm sure a lot of you guys will. Hate them. And I freaking love Gardettos, the little trail mix type things, and especially the burnt little pieces of bread. It's just My worse Chex thing. Mix. It's, it's, it's high-class Chex Mix. It's it, kind of, like if you checks mix. Well, I thought your festivus miracle was that you ate the raspberry chocolate on the Gordetto. That was, a hi- that was a hypothetical. He would. That's hypothetical oh, oh, situation. Well, that's no festivus miracle. You got to come up with something. I mean, Lee created a baby. Yeah. Uh, and got someone to marry him. <laughs> yeah. No. Ryan. That's pretty things. impressive. <laughs> two things. Yeah. Two two things. I I two can't miracles. compare to that. I think I'm just gonna give it up to you. If, I mean, I don't have a festivist miracle. My my life is just a miracle. I mean, except is. for the except for the unicorns that he found. I think <laughs> that was yeah. a, as a festivist a miracle. You know, yeah. okay. a miracle. Okay, right Let's by the leopard. Yeah. So, top three pieces of gear. Um, number one. Well, this is not in order, but uh, one of the things that I found the most use out of this year was my uh, Camelus three in one hatchet. Um, it's a super lightweight hatchet slash foldable handsaw slash hammer. 
so basically it's a it's a plastic handle uh obviously metal uh hatchet piece and hammer piece and folding saw but um just a very usable piece of gear i mean you know obviously the hatchet when in camping has obvious situations where you need to use that so does the handsaw um i used it for you know cleaning game you know getting through those those hip hip bone sockets or you know getting through ribs stuff like that it's just easier than sometimes i find the bone saw can be a little a little laborious whereas if you can just get a hatchet and chop away it it can be kind of nice um but aside from hunting you know it's it's very usable for curating wood um to put in your stove all that good stuff and to make a blind We've used it, yeah. I literally oh, take everything. it everywhere. Yeah. Use it to make. Put, put steaks in in a few videos. Yep. Yeah. Put steaks in. How do you, you know. spell it? Uh, so it's C A M I L L U S, and it's like forty bucks at Walmart, and it's by far the most useful tool that I've I've used this year. It's at Walmart. You can get it Walmart, Home Depot, anywhere. I think uh, we're finding a lot of useful gear that's fairly inexpensive. They, there's there's C-A-M-M. a lot. C A M M C A M I L L U S. Camelus three and one. It's about forty bucks. Walmart. Just go Walmart get it special, baby. Yeah, and it, it's. I want to say that's it's a festivist just miracle right there. You walked into Walmart and you didn't immediately start hating life, or maybe you did, or you didn't immediately walk back out. Because I can't walk into Walmart and like stand to be in there. Especially, guess, especially like from December sixteenth to the end of this month, I've been going into stores and immediately just like grabbing whatever I can. So that oh, cam track three in one. Yeah, I, yep. I, 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 I cannot go inside. I I like I walk in and I'm immediately like f- almost a full sprint, but I'm still walking. Yeah, it, it's like I'm just like as, as far as I can stride out. Getting past people, you know, it, like, it does. It doesn't even make me angry. I just, just want to get. Out it of makes there. me sad when I go in. It makes me, yeah. Like I, I don't want to be in there if surrounded by everyone. Yeah, and not even because of like the current situation that we're in. It's like, just with, people. With, man. With I'm a little. Everything. I'm a little confused here, and I don't mean to make fun of your camelus. Yeah. Okay. But I'm reading the description. The overall length comes in at 12 inches. No, there, there, there's no comma or anything, right? Between the 2.75-inch titanium stainless steel hatchet blade and the 7-inch locking folding saw. Titanium stainless steel, which one is it? Maybe it's a mix. I, mean, I would say it's more on the stainless steel. Maybe, is yeah, it a maybe mix? It definitely looks more stainless, and it's hardy. Or is it titanium uh, hardware, maybe, and and stainless steel like tools? I can't imagine for forty bucks no, they're giving plat- you much titanium. You can no, 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 but like the hardware that like it fixes like. Ooh, oh, ooh. boy, do we got to work on our copy? You can wield and carry this epic tool assemblage. Assemblage. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. what we're gonna start. That's what we're gonna start well, calling hot the, tank combo. The silex you can wield and carry this monstrosity of power into, yes. the, <laughs> yeah, into hey. the field. Yeah, to, yeah. Back to, to Seinf- conquer. Back to Seinfeld. What was what was the publishing company that oh, uh, hey. Elaine worked for? That they remember. had that they had all the copy. Uh, Peterman was it? I, Jay Peterman catalog or something? No and idea. And it'd be like. In the lion's den, he's got the hat of, and it is the hat that carries him through, you know? So, I mean, just 
totally dramatic. So this assembly. Yeah, we're, we're all under assemblage. 30 here, so Seinfeld wasn't really that. <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, hey, I don't care how they spell. Oh, and then they I, start this sentence with such secure grips and storage solutions are thanks to how we manufacture mm, glass-filled nylon components. Mm, okay. I mean, I was never an English major, so I shouldn't be critical here. Yeah, I, I, I never, I didn't read the description. Well, I got the blade it, treatment it, is titanium bonded. Yeah, see, so titanium. So I'm, I'm assuming that means some sort of fixture, right? Like uh, how it's fixed to maybe the the folding mechanism. Right? Yeah. They, they cut costs in the marketing department for this. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, they yeah. hired they hired their team out of. Maybe they hired. They, I think they actually hired me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, if I can recall, Camelus. Oh yeah. If you look yeah. back at the latest podcast, yeah. If you look read back out at the- loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we're sending it back to the latest one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I think it's a very useful piece of tool, yeah. useful piece of gear for cheaping it. Are you watching the product video? It just started. Is it good? No. I can... No. Oh. Whoa, they got some motion graphics here. Ooh, hey. boy. It cuts things. Uh, it saws wait, things. He's not even going through the log with well, the saw. That last one, it looked like he was using the hatchet. He was using the hammer to hatchet. <laughs> he wasn't even going. All right, Ca- Camelus, hit us up. We might be able to help you. Yeah. We, we might be able to sell some more of your products. But, okay. Can we buy maybe, them? Maybe, maybe fix your copy a little bit. At least, at least make it sound like good regular English. It won't be me writing it, but we have some people that write good English on our staff. Good English. Yeah. Gooder, gooder English. Gooder, I just yeah. don't read gooder English. Gooder English than I do. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. Um, I, I can't find a weight, but. On yeah, it, I think it. It's pretty light. I, yeah, I've held it in my hands. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty light. I would say it's around a pound, somewhere, somewhere like that. Um, second piece of gear, I would say definitely the Spectre Pack. I mean, I was. I was honestly very worried about um, about the waterproofness, kind of to the point where I was like, "Oh man, I should have bought a pack cover or something." Well, we well, we were all. I mean, we we know it's waterproof, <laughs> but we we all went in with. I I mean, I think most of us didn't seem to our packs. Yeah, and then uh, we all went to a place that we've. For the most part, never been. I mean, Kevin's been well, to Alaska a few times. Yeah, and you hear that it's just wet just all wet, the time. You, yeah. you just hear well, and water. To, and, and, to be, and to be open, very open here, I purposefully do not seam seal a lot of SO products that we take out in the field that we recommend users seam seal because I just kind of want to see how they do without it. Yeah, and just maybe from the factory. I'll, yeah. And yeah. maybe I'll take a tube of seam sealer and be like, if I get a little fucking wet, I'll seam seal the spots, you yeah. know. And it's it. Some of it is just kind of my testing and tweaking kind of thing. So yeah, I don't I don't get super anal about it. I'm like, fuck it. If I get wet, it's my own fault, and yeah, I'll figure out something else. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll go back and be like, hey guys, we got to do a better job of this. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. You want to test it in kind of the the situation that it m- will most likely be used. Mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't know how many people seem seal our packs once they get them. I mean, we suggest it, but 
I don't think, I think that many. Often overlooked by yeah. by users. Um, well, so I usually I usually don't seam sealed packs. I think I have one seam sealed pack that I will take if I am absolutely expecting some sort of torrential downpour. Um, but other than that, none of my packs are seam sealed. I did not take a seam sealed pack on the Arctic rafting trip. I flipped in the boat. My pack took a ride upside down in the kayak downstream, 100, 200 yards. I had very little water in it. Yeah. It was X42, X-Pack, Uniweep, or Revo, no Something. zip. Um, but there was like maybe a teaspoon of water in it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Riding yeah. upside down in a kayak downriver. Yeah, yeah, it's really not that necessary unless you're going to be just like driving, driving rain. Yeah. I mean, I, I've even tested, I mean, back when I had a T-Ruck, I used to put the packs in, in the back of the truck and just like, you know, in the rain and, and mm-hmm. shit. Just Yeah. How how miserable can I make it for this this poor little backpack? I think we're all pretty rough on our own, like the the company's equipment. Yeah, like we do not baby it at all. Mo- right. Most companies would have you fired for saying that, but yeah. <laughs> a good thing you don't work construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty rough on our equipment. We uh, jump- yeah, don't let him drive a truck, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we we kind of try to find some of its failures. Yeah, I mean, that's our, the ourselves. Yeah. So we so we can give the best advice possible mm-hmm. i mean and it also to a certain extent i hate to say it sometimes we can call out bullshit people call us up and like i had the it's like i've taken out 17 of our tents non-seam sealed and i've never had that happen except and mm-hmm. i mean there's been sometimes we've had a shitty time like that time you and i went in the gu- in gunnison area in the spring mm-hmm. when they were saying that it was going to be a torrential flash flood event. Downpour, yeah. And downpour. And we decided, fuck it, let's go backpacking. Yeah, that was kind of a shitty experience. Mm-hmm. But it was mostly because <laughs> it, it, yep. it was all self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always limitations to gear, but I was I was very impressed by the Spectre. And I just love that it's light quiet you know i used it through archery elk season it was like i had a it's very quiet i had an experience where we had some hunters walk up on us this year uh while we were bow hunting and hunting super thick oak brush and um it was funny because the only like they were calling the whole way in elk calling and we were like oh is that an elk but then we 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 could hear going through the oak brush the Mm-hmm. you know of, of like whatever gear they had rubbing up against the oak brush and i feel like that spectra is is pretty good that you don't get a lot of noise well, from and it. if a human can recognize it an elk recognizes the it loudest animal away. in the woods is the freaking hunter yeah mm-hmm. and these guys and I, i'm sorry i've had a little too much whiskey maybe these guys <laughs> all complain about how I mean, and you're talking about having a quiet pack, and I get it, right? None of us want to have a pack on that goes squack, squack, squack as we go through the woods. But I've walked by guys, walked with guys in the woods that have had soft-faced packs designed to be very quiet, and the hunter himself was breaking branches, tripping over down trees, rubbing up against stuff left and right. And I'm just like, kind of like, 
Yeah. Cover. Yeah. I'm like, good God, you're loud. You think, not, you th- not that yeah. your pack is loud. You're just freaking loud. You're a loud person. You, you, think, yeah. you think that's yeah. bad? You should hear Ryan in the woods. It's like a fucking <laughs> elephant. And then you, should, you think that's bad? You should hear Ryan on the phone in the office. Seek <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah>. outside. <laughs> this is Ryan. Uh, like, I'm scared customers don't run away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we. You got. One yeah, more one more thing? Left. Yeah, I got gear. I got one more. Um, so, uh, last one, my Bergera B14 rifle, hunter rifle. Um, just got it this year. It's a super, um, just an awesome, well-made rifle. Uh, Bergera is a company that was famous for making barrels before they really got into selling actual rifles. Um, so, it's, you know, out-the-box, sub- one uh minute of angle right um at 100 yards which is basically you know tika it, it's it, that's kind of like their main selling in the, point in, in the same budget where it's same like budget a, is it in the same price range as tika yeah, yeah, yeah same price yeah. range um tika still has a better action well, <laughs> um no tika's action is amazing and the the b14 is a little bit heavier but because it's not the the um the stainless um but it also the thing I loved about it was, especially in Alaska, the the stock is like some crazy like polymer. It's like kind of almost like grippy and sticky. It kind of feels like plastic, but it doesn't mm. feel like cheap plastic. It feels like okay. high quality made plastic and it's got grip on the end. So when it gets wet, you don't have to worry about, you know, that's slipping that. on like a wood stock or something like that's, that. That's so. the only thing I'll hate yeah. Tika on for. They have... It feels like their their stock cost them five dollars. You know, I will I will say the same thing. I have the Kimber Hunter, right, with yeah. a muzzle brake on it, and frankly, the the barrel and the action are pretty good, especially once the action was oiled up a little bit. The feature set is, I think, absolutely fantastic. It's got a a fairly substantial clip. It's got a three position safety. It's got a stainless barrel. Um, the stock doesn't give you that feeling of confidence. No. But that gun has been money at everything I have pointed it at. And I I have a little bit of a hard time criticizing it because it puts things where I point it. And they animals haven't went far. And as far as the feature set for a backpack hunting rifle, it's like barely five and a half pounds. And it shoots. I can grab it and hit a bullseye at 200 yards, 300 yards if I adjust the turret and stuff. That's uh, all you need. <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. hard to complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's hard to, com- like, you can look at, other products and be like, oh, well, it's got like this and that It has feature. a prettier stock. Yeah, and it really doesn't matter as long as you can pick it up and do the thing you need to do with it. You know? I, I, yeah. I've had other products <laughs> that are not to be named that cost three times as much as all of these rifles that we're shooting that did not perform a tenth of the of the quality. I've, I've had similar. I've, I've tried to invest in a couple rifles that I thought kind of looked better and Sounds like Lee's had a similar issue. And, and, <laughs> and they didn't. They, as far as I wasn't going to bring it up. When I would go, <laughs> when I would go shoot them, they did not shoot quite as well as 
the ones that I look at the stock and I say, you know, that's a great rifle, but that's the a, stock looks kind of cheap. That's a beautiful stock. I love the action, the feature set, but if it can't hit anything for two yeah. plus thousand dollars, you're like, why would you bother? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah it doesn't so, matter at that point. Yeah. 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 So, and then just a quick, uh, quick honorable mention for me. Um, I loved in Alaska my Kuyu guide series of clothing uh the the soft shell outerwear the pants they had reinforced ass and knees um which was awesome for you know the the water conditions uh they repelled water out the crotch like lee did nope 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 i'm not not that gifted unfortunately <laughs> you know uh, you know when you live like this when you got you know when you got appendages like i do you yeah, blowout crash is pretty easy. Border <laughs> size too big, man. I yeah. will say that if anyone can also write into um, um, podcasts that seek outside and let us know that their favorite pair of jeans, one where the crotch won't rip out at the seam uh, every six months to a year, um, I would be greatly appreciative. That's of it. a fact. Yeah, That's I think fact. you will get a lot of prana stretch science. And I I, will, see, I have a lot. Of, I well, I have two of those now, but I need a pair of, like jeans, you know, because I got like. So I'm looking at Prana's jean line. Now. The, like actual jean, like denim. yeah, yeah. It's like a denim. It's like their denim blend or whatever. So I'm looking at that. I haven't pulled trigger on it because I'm like looking at other other options too. I will say I have these QU pants that I got this year that I'm relatively impressed with i don't know if they would classify as jeans yeah they feel more substantial than the stretch science and i have primarily stuck with the stretch science because of the belt but brad with his belt that is at least as transformational <laughs> as the lawnmower 4.0 yeah. <laughs> you know, has, has changed my perspective and i can really like these pants much better because of brad's belt yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, we really should have Brad on the podcast. We do, now, hey, Brad, because his ears will get burning. <laughs> yeah, now we got to get him on. So, so um, the the guide series of layering. Yeah, yeah, just the out the outerwear. I haven't tried any of the other Kuyu, but it was just, it was, it was amazing. I was surprised with the DWR on it. Yeah. You know, the durable water repellents um, was amazing. So, um, yeah, I mean. I think I think we all put out some good pieces of gear, some expensive, some unexpensive. Um, yeah. So one more thing before we end this podcast, I would like to uh, for the listeners, going to give Kevin the floor, and for the people of we've been we've been whisking this. him up for you guys. We've been <laughs> intentionally giving it, just filling I, him up with bullet. I literally got Kevin drunk for this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be giving away. Some some of the uh, some of the things that we might be coming out with here in 2022. You want to take that over for us, Kevin? Yeah, sure. Um, first off, <clears throat> there will be the Guardian, which has already been dropped a little bit on social, and has been it went to Alaska with us. I think we should have a fairly close to completed. Um, version and you guys used it on a hunt as well. Mm-hmm. Both yep. of you guys. Yep. And archery elk for both of us. Yeah. I, I got. I got yeah. to be. I got to be patient zero. It was lovely. So. Yeah. 
Um, so we should have something that will be very close to a completed version, possibly as soon as tomorrow or or the next day, you know, or early early into twenty two, right? Yep. Um, two, I already did mention on this the keen eye and the fabric, the unicorn hair fabric. It's actually Ultra Four Hundred. It is basically a Peer Dyneema Spectra face fabric, or very close to Peer, with I think a little bit of polyester mixed in to help it adhere. And then a very similar to X-Pack interior. So when you look at the specs, it's waterproof, very similar to X-Pack, a little quieter um, with its film. Then it's a Dyneema Spectra-ish sort of exterior, which has an abrasion resistance that is like three to five times what 500 denier Cordura is. It's off the hook. And mm. um, 7X of, of X42 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. And it also, to... It's like, you know, people usually say you can't have this, this, and this. You know, you can have pick two of the three. Well, it's also very light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's about the same weight as our SpectraGrid, maybe even a hair lighter. It's it's impressively light. Um, it really is almost everything. The only way it's going to set you back is it's going to set you back in the wallet a bit. But because packs don't use that much fabric it's not like it's going to set you back like a dyneema cimarron and be 2x the price it's yeah it's probably going to be 1.2 1.3 yeah it's probably going to be 50 75 bucks more i think most people are going to buy it it is going to be charcoal and color um our pack line is going to change quite a bit um it's going to be simplified quite a bit um, I feel it's a fairly bold move considering that our packs have a lot of respect and quite frankly, this year they did very well. Um, so I, I have a little bit of trepidation for how bold of a move it is, but I think ev- it's the right move. Everyone yeah. who has tested it has been a big fan. It's been on pack graph sheep hunts. It's been on archery sheep hunts. In Alaska, in zero degree weather, it's been on elk hunts. It's been all over, um, and it's also the color scheme is different, and I feel odd because we're a hunting company, and when I look at it, I would not consider it a hunting color scheme. But every hunter that has tested it has actually also commented that they really like the looks. I and and it, we think I, I mean I personally think it blends in more than any yeah. of our other pack bag yeah. fabrics. I mean that's the thing. I mean you look and you talk about like a well-rounded camouflage. Black or dark colors are going to be in every single wood scenario. I mean you yeah. look at like especially if you're hunting dark timber. Like there's so many black tones yeah. in that setting. Mm-hmm. The charcoalish, yeah, charcoal. Yeah, if you, if you yeah, look at basically at first, like, charcoal fusion, and gray. 
and Sitka Subalpine, which is probably the most predominant, maybe the Cuyu Verde or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have big black swaths throughout them, mm-hmm. um, especially the Fusion. They have, I, I know for a fact, because that's what I wear mostly, has a big black swath through it mm-hmm. and, and some of the little like layering things that they do. Uh, Subalpine has, you know, little black squares and sometimes big chunks of black squares. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Cuyu Verde has very dark, if not black squares. Um, you know, and it's just, it, it's playing off of shadows mm-hmm. and, and just shadows. Depth. Shadows are always dark. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's why you never, like, if you're going to set up over a wallow, you never sit out in the sun. You, know, yeah, you sit yeah. back in into a shadow because that's your, your best bet of concealing yourself. By the way, yourself. I'm texting Brad as well, telling nice. him that his ears are probably burning on this podcast. <laughs> nice. Um, but so we'll see. Um, so, yeah, look-wise, I even asked people that have relatively influential hunting channels to give me their honest opinion. And frankly, one of them said... <laughs> They were kind of sick of looking at all these packs that look like the same coyote brown or yeah, whatever, green, yeah. and that they really dug it. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is going to be a big change. There's going to be a new gray as well, which is going to be a 400. Our green is going to move to more of a custom thing, and our custom stuff is going to be reduced by a fair amount um however we've basically taken some of the stuff from the custom stuff and built it into the new line yeah um quite we, a bit. We, we looked at what was most commonly ordered in the custom line what people were looking for and we made a few packs out of it and i think that'll yeah. that'll be a great option yeah for a so lot of people. i've mentioned the keen eye which i've been using which is basically an integrated lanner with asymmetrical side pockets um i've been i used that pack for almost two weeks straight as a day pack mm-hmm. um i love that freaking thing uh, oh yeah yeah i think it's awesome yeah um the uh you know uh the brooks and saker I think I can say fairly confidently are probably going away, but their side pockets will be available as an add-on, like a Talon. Um, I mean, maybe they don't, but I'm, I, I would say with a fairly high degree of certainty, I think that they're going to go away and you'll be able to add that kind of side pocket to different size packs, but as an add-on like a Talon. Um, what else? Um, we are experimenting with some lighter tarp fabrics. Um, not entirely certain on that. There will probably be Dyneema, but in a different color, although the same grade. Uh, but Dyneema is probably going to be done in these big sales, like every quarter. And we'll probably build what we want to build. Yeah. And it's just so hard to get. I mean, like, yeah, it it, it is yeah. at this point. It's it's still kind of one of those things that we just can't guarantee our supply chain. So we're probably going to be like 
build 50 Cimarrons and I mean, if they sell in a day, which is basically what they did the last time, yeah, they sell in a day. Yeah, and we had 50 some odd tents that we released at nine o'clock, and at three o'clock we only had two tents remaining, and yeah, they were gone by the next by the time we got back the next morning. Um, I think um, on packs, all suspension stuff is going to unify around the Spectra grid stuff so there won't be a lot of options there um some of that is you guys probably just heard us all talk about how comfortable we were with it in alaska and we mentioned nathan being very conservative in his approach and his opinion was that it was a better suspension fabric than than cordura you know mm-hmm. um and there's no disagreement from us there yeah. because it provided everything as well at a lighter weight with better waterproofing. Yeah, and I think even even though it's just suspension, people might well, one if you don't know what suspension is that that's your your hip belt and your backpack harness, so the yeah. thing that goes over your shoulders and, and down your side, right? So what people don't realize is that things gain a lot of weight when they get wet. Yes. And Cordura is one of those things that, that, that happens to, um, and Spectra would alleviate that. Exactly. That, uh, issue, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we do have some other tent concepts that we are working on, but I, um, one of them is pitched right now that at least code name is the Leviathan that, I think Owen and I really dig. Oh yeah. Um, but we are um We're in testing phase. We're, testing. Well, it's not even so much testing of the Leviathan. Cause if if we were going to release the Leviathan like we've released most of our tents, it would be pretty close ready to go. Um but there's a lot of really cutting edge concepts that we are playing with with it that might change how things are done um it might be a bit different um two or three of them might be patentable we don't know in addition to the zipperless patent stuff the leviathan is a fairly large zipperless tent um and we just have to see where those go and really make sure we do our testing and validation of them mm-hmm. um i can't think of a whole lot else you guys want to refresh my memory or did i have too much i think, to I think that's about it i think that's yeah, I think you yeah. Covered, covered, covered covered everything all. everything that could be new. Yep. Yeah. Covered. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you want to give any teasers as to when these things will be released, or like it doesn't think, have to be dates, oh, but general? I think I think most stuff is going to be around Western Hunt. Um, oh, another thing is we're working on a highly pocketed EDC style pack. There's no real ETA on that. It might be Western Hunt. It might not. It'd be something based on the flight. But just 
just something, a pack that you have with you all the time, like, like, like man's best friend, mm-hmm. like, like, like a good dog that goes with you just about everywhere. I'm looking um, forward to that one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because we just get into it. I mean, you've gotten into being quite the fisherman, Scooter, Scooter Tim. Scoots. <laughs> Scoots. <laughs> um, you know, and you're, you're doing a lot of hike to fishing stuff. Yep. You know, and you could use a good pack for that. Yep. Um, do you use packs for traveling on planes, traveling to do, you know, I while I used the Kenai um, for almost two weeks when I was out this last time, and it was great. I mean, it was overkill. Uh, a, a really good EDC that carried well would have been totally fine. I will say that if we go that route, a lot of the EDC packs seem to focus a ton on the pocketing, but not a whole lot on the suspension. And people may disagree with me. I'm sure other manufacturers will disagree with me. Um, and I don't mean to start any fights with them. Uh, but they'll probably disagree with me because they don't want to spend a whole lot of time focusing on a suspension. And so they stick a piece of foam in it or say it's nearly frameless or just a foam sheet in it or some sort of frame sheet. You know, we've in the pack that is based off of what might become our EDC pack. I've tried putting foam in it. I've tried all the other options and none of it. Yeah. I, I, it. I remember we tried EVA foam in one of them and it just, it wasn't up to snuff. You know, I did, I went to Wisconsin to visit family and I had my pack that I was trying with the foam in it. And it had my clothes for the trip. And then my sister invited us to do a hike on the Ice Age Trail that was supposed to be five, six miles. And so Angie and I were going to split carrying it. And it had the foam in it. So frankly, and I mean, it had like the Thermarest, you know, Z-Rest in it, you know. So it had the standard pad people use. Um, but by comparison, it carried like shit. Um, and so we had this foam in it. I carried it a few miles. I hand it to Angie, like, here, it's your turn. Cause I'm curious to get her feedback. God, she was so pissed off at me. <laughs> she was like, why the fuck did this pack have a frame? <laughs> What'd you do to this pack? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just testing different stuff. You got to see how the other side, this thing carries like shit. Yeah. And I mean, she was very blunt, but I couldn't disagree with her. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, I'm like, okay, pack carries like shit for five miles. For her, pack carries like shit for five miles. She doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's understandable. Yeah. Well, anybody else have anything uh, regarding your 2021? You have any confessions? Any uh, <laughs> any sins you want to bring up I'm now? Sorry. Unicorns, I really apologize. <laughs> yeah, confessions. Yep. They got a thing coming for them. We're still waiting for your miracle, Ryan. Told you. You got to perform one, right? I mean, no. the, the miracle is you guys have me in your life. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's, mir- Ryan's miracle. 
is that he somehow took off all the Silverado letters on his <laughs> truck in my driveway. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's not a Silverado. Uh, so it doesn't say Silverado on it. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> what are you going to do? Put Tundra on it? What? Maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I scraped all my all my Silverado letters off of the side door of my truck. Uh, they are currently in the in the Tim's trash can after they had a run in with a with a a um, unruly stump in their front yard. So built not Chevy. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> so it was it was uh, yeah. I told him all didn't he see need, the stump. All he needs is rock sliders. It wouldn't have happened. Just big old burly. You know, my GX took out the other stump, but the other stump wasn't as big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I made the same mistake, and I drove right over it. You know how GX. cautious of those dang stumps I am now? Two cars taken out. Yeah, thanks for the warning, <laughs> dude. <laughs> thanks for the warning. I just figured you, you saw it. Yeah, no. Nah. What I need now, let's go. Let's go <clears> it to was a- dark. Let's go to advertising, right? <clears> this <throat> brought to you by the still battery-operated chainsaw. That it advertises on Ryan Callahan's. Oh, there you go. Can review. See, now we're Honorable starting to mention. throw in sponsors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we're really not sponsored here. Um, we're just too too small fry to have sponsors. <laughs> um, anyway, what I need is that electric chainsaw back to reduce that stump to save your vehicle. There you go. And the reason I need that one back is because it's just so simple with that electric chainsaw versus you pull out your gas. I've got a Dolmer gas one. But when I fire that up, I want to do some real work because it takes me a little bit of time to get you that all. prime it. you got to mix the gas yeah, and oil. All up and going, right? And to just cut down one stump, it's like overkill. You feel like you've spent 20 minutes preparing to do like a two-minute job and you're done. <laughs> or the battery-operated one. Yeah. Steel, if you're listening, we're, we're interested. Very interested. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> or, or anybody else. I need a chainsaw. Or anybody yeah. else. Just <laughs> anyone. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> anybody please. We ought to get, get Bullet sponsor yeah. us. Uh, this, yeah. this podcast episode brought to you by Bullet. Many, Kevin being so talkative brought to you by <laughs> Yeah, there you go. How, how many milliliters did we all finish off? No, oh, it's small. Uh, it's uh, 375. Oh, so we aren't we aren't that cool. No. No. It's no. Well, thank you guys. Fun podcast. Happy uh happy 2022 and hope you guys all had a great 2021. Uh feel free to write into podcast at seekoutside.com if you want to share any any of your gear recommendations or anything that was uh, life-changing that happened in 2021 or anything that you'd like to see happen in 2022. And but, use uh, dude wipes. And use dude wipes. Uh,